Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the podcast, welcome back to Gaming Compute. On this podcast, we talk about side hustles, finance, career, um, economic decisions, and related topics, and today we're going to be talking about, a little bit about, you know, continuing that compassion fatigue topic, but tying it more so into burnout, um, so what burnout is, is, um, you know, it basically what it sounds like, you know, you're, you're running yourself ragged to a point where you just feel completely like, um, you know, you're not able to self-motivate every day so easily. Things just appear a lot harder, um, than they need to be, um, Compassion fatigue and burnout can both contribute to a lot of anxiety at work, a lot of depression, a lot of worry, a lot of loss of sleep, and that in turn, you know, creates issues with replenishing your energy as well because, you know, you're not sleeping as good, you're not probably doing like the fun self-care things that like help you to you know, get rid of that negative energy and negative tension, like exercising and yoga and Tai Chi and, you know, walking and getting fresh air and like getting some outdoor time and, you know, interacting with your friends, you know, things like, you know, you come home from work and you just want to like veg out in front of the TV and do mindless stuff. But it's like that doesn't necessarily always like replenish you you know, you're not like putting in energy, you're kind of just have no energy. And so you're just tuning out of the mental, you know, discomfort of it all. Um, And the memory of the day and the upcoming dread of tomorrow, like that's kind of what burnout feels like is kind of like, okay, like I'm dreading tomorrow. And today sucked and it's like it doesn't feel like there's going to be like an end in sight and even if you know there's an end it's hard to like really be able to easily cope with it um and you know I bring it up because it's something that's coming up often in the field that I work in and with myself I've experienced it as well and you know I've always been kind of lucky that you know when I need days off I can easily take them I can easily schedule them if I am sick or have an emergency you know I can like speak up about it and like you know the director the boss will know and I'll be able to just like have things covered and not feel like overly pressured you know to be working if I really don't feel like I emotionally or mentally can um or if I like when I got COVID it was like they were very supportive with it and like hey if there's anything you need us to take care of just let us know and like they would check in with me a little bit and just be like hey I hope you're okay I'm thinking about you and like how are you doing you know like oh it's okay if you have to take tomorrow off you know it was always like I never felt like oh man if I don't go in tomorrow I'm gonna be like at risk of losing my job even though I have COVID and I can't really work and like you know I never really felt like that plus they still pay us the same rate anyways you know past a certain uh, I think we accrue almost eight hours per pay period so every two weeks we get an extra eight hours or so um so it's like every month we kind of add two days that we can take off um 
and so it, it accrues pretty quickly and then not only do we have paid time off we also have sick leave so I haven't even ever dipped into my sick leave and I had multiple years where I had like over a hundred hours of like paid days off uh paid time off that I can use in hours you know over a hundred hours so that was like over two weeks worth of you know days I could have taken off before even having to dip into the 80 hours of sick leave uh, um right now I'm at the lowest I've ever been with like 46 hours of um of uh of a of a PTO balance meaning I can take 46 hours off that's still already like a week in most of one day so it's already like five days I can take off um and I don't have I mean I already took off like a week because of COVID so I, I don't really have any week that I need to take off coming up and then somebody told me from work to check and see if if I can count the the week I took off as COVID hours because I think we might still have access to like specific COVID hours versus like using our our precious PTO but that's still even paid and so um, paid at the regular rate. So I'm not like losing any money by having to take work off when I, when it's stuff like, oh, like my car broke down and like I'm in another city and my work laptop and everything is at home and I'm like out of town and I can't get to, I can't get home by, you know, 8am tomorrow to log in. And like, maybe it's like a late on a Sunday night and like, there's no place to rent a car where you can like drive and then wake up and go to work on time. It's like, emergencies like that happen or like you have car trouble or something and you can't like leave town till the mechanic fixes your car on a weekday you know and like my stuff is in another city you know stuff like that where it's like you know you can't like plan that like okay just because I left town I'm not going to be able to get back home so you don't always just lug your work stuff around with you um you know, if I'm going to like San Bernardino or like the mountains or something, and I'm literally just planning on coming back after a night or two over the weekend, I'm not usually going to be lugging all my like work supplies and stuff with me. Cause that's a risk too. If somebody like breaks into your hotel or robs your car or something, you're, you know, that's all your work stuff gone when it's like, I didn't need it with me cause I wasn't planning on working anyways from there. So, you know, things like that. It, it's not common that there would be an issue but it's like god forbid you leave something in another city or whatever you know it's like some things you just don't really need um to be coming up as problems in your life um so that's one thing and then another thing is um you know just trying to be um just you know, just having the, having time that you know that you can take off, that you know there won't be a hassle on it, um, so you're not, like, at risk, and people aren't having, like, an attitude with you, it really helps to have a job like that, so ideally, when you're looking for work, you know, being able to look for jobs that, you know, you're able to, combat like any kind of burnout with being able to just take the time you need for yourself um and if you really are like if it's not really just the burnout itself if it really is like anxiety and like trauma and like depression and stuff like that coming up 
um, you know, it, it can help to, to, you know, engage with like therapy and different sorts of like support groups, or even if you have like spiritual groups that are supportive or other kinds of support like that, you can, um, you know, connect with those types of people and be pretty, um, um, just pretty, like, pretty solid, but, I don't know, I'm, um, like, I think it's kind of easier said than done, right, because when your energy is depleted, when you have, like, when you feel like you kind of have nothing left to give, it's hard to be, like, now I have to give all this energy back into myself, you know, it can take a couple days, extra days to kind of feel recovered enough to even start working on your own self with stuff, like, usually I notice that for me when I'm burned out, you know, I need more than, like, a two-day weekend, I need, like, the two-day weekend, maybe an extra one or two days, and then I start to feel like, okay, now I can start going to the gym more, eating a little healthier, get things back on track, you know, I need about like four days just to kind of be able to kind of like get back into a little routine and then a couple extra days to like get that routine kind of rolling. And then I can come back to work feeling replenished when I've already started like a new routine. Like ideally for me, that kind of works better than just like trying to do it while I'm still working every day and or I only have like two days off because it's a normal weekend um, a lot of people notice too, I mean, this is one thing that to me is usually a sign of burnout or an early sign of potential burnout is, um, when you have a three day weekend, do you notice feeling way better after a three day weekend than you normally feel after the regular two day weekend? right? Like, usually when I notice that, I'm like, maybe I need to start taking a couple days off here and there, you know, like, and not being, like, negligent and always trying to weigh the situation, you know, like, of course, people have emergencies coming up and all kinds of stuff like that, but I never want to get myself into a position where somebody complains to me because they feel like I'm not really, you know, being responsible with the time I'm taking off, and then that would become more stressful because then you're like, oh, like, I'm, I'm not... You think I'm not really, like, doing my job as well as I could do it. And, you know, that becomes very stressful because now you've got somebody on your case that's telling you, you know, it's making it a little uncomfortable for you to just easily take off a day or two. Um, that can be a little disheartening to kind of have to deal with that, you know, with somebody kind of pressuring you to work when you really feel like you can't. Um, and depending on the field you work in, you know, like, if if you work in a mental health field like I do, it's like, oh my goodness, like, the last thing you need is to be having, like, intensive therapy sessions when you feel like you're not even, like, functioning on your own self, and then you have to try to help somebody else function, um, it's like, you know, it gets a little, uh, tricky and, you know, uh, hard to really deal with that kind of thing, but, I mean, you can hang in there, but definitely, yeah, if you don't have days you can take off, um, just like with compassion fatigue, kind of like seeing how you can arrange your schedule based on your nat natural energy, 
Like, I know a lot of people hate Mondays, but for me, Mondays are usually my strongest day because I'm coming off of a relaxing weekend. So usually Mondays, I'm like pretty excited to be at work. It's a new week. You know, I have new a new mindset. Usually by then, I'm kind of like whatever happened last week is behind me by that point. Um, so that can help just to like have a harder Monday. I mean, it's harder to get through the week a little bit because you are depleting more energy. But if you know that you only have intensive stuff on Monday, then the rest of the week you're kind of like, you know, it's a little bit more relaxed. <clears throat> or if you can kind of talk to like the people in charge of your schedule to see kind of how they can arrange your schedule for you. Like maybe you're better with like certain types of tasks in the morning and certain types of tasks in the evening. Like for me... I know I prefer in the morning to have like sessions and then towards the later afternoon to be like doing most of the typing. Um, You know, it's better for me that way, just personally. And then um, like I have a lot more social energy in the morning time. Like usually by the time it's like 2, 2.30, I'm not really trying to be talking to too many people, you know, because I've been talking to people since eight o'clock in the morning. So or a little after eight, maybe like 830 in the morning. So it's like, you know, I've had like all these sessions going on and stuff all day. Like I'm not trying to have them all the way to like the last minute of the day. So we're supposed to document concurrently, but I usually, you know, do the calls for the sessions earlier in the day and then some paperwork midday and then documentation later in the day, especially because sometimes with our sessions, like different stuff comes up for different clients, like multiple times in the day, like maybe they'll call you back or maybe you'll get in touch with a provider or whatever. And then you kind of have the full story by the end of the day instead of having to open like however many notes just to like explain one thing that you started at eight and then it came up at 11 and it came up at 1230 and it came up at one o'clock and then it's like oh my goodness like I could have just put this all in like one service you know if it's the same type of service and just like threw all the information into one note and once I have all the information like usually most of my clients know that like I'm not really taking sessions by like 2 two thirty. um like I, I usually put them in a queue uh, to be able to call them at like 8 a.m. And I usually don't purposely schedule sessions later in the afternoon either because I know like my energy is best socially in the in the in the morning time. So usually I'm able to kind of rest assured that like after my lunchtime, I'm kind of winding down my day and I kind of like, you know, what we say, like, kind of like front load the, the start of my day with like um, a session with sessions that are more. um just like, um, just more like energetic and, you know, I think people can, can tell my energy's different earlier in the morning than it is later in the day. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been there. It's hard. It's really hard and it can be a bit of an, an, an ego downer too, to kind of coming to your boss to your boss like kind of feeling like oh tail between my legs like I feel a little bit defeated here and like having to reach out and be like look I'm struggling with this I mean it takes a lot of courage to be able to you know come to your boss and like admit like hey I'm I'm having some trouble with this you know like I need I need kind of a, a bit of support you know and you know if you have a good boss they're gonna hear you out because they want you to do well and they want you to be like you know, functional on a routine basis. They don't want you like half falling apart, 
you know, and not able to do your job and then looking for another job and quitting if you're like a really good part of the team, they're not going to want to lose you. And so hopefully they would work with you on it. But I know it can be a little bit of a, you know, it is hard for some of us to really go into like uh, an authority figure and just be like, uh, like, I just, I'm struggling right now, you know, and, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, some deep, like, crying, like, I mean, it happens that people come into their bosses crying, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm just saying, it doesn't have to be, like, some deep, like, emotionally overwhelming situation where you're, like, crying in your boss's office and, like, you know, just, like, you know, unloading a lot of your, like, emotions on on them and stuff, like, you can kind of, like, still be able to kind of, like, you know, just have a conversation about it, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with crying and stuff like that, but I know, like, you know, a lot of us do have a lot of, like, shame around it and stuff, and, like, ideally, most of us don't really want to be, like, crying at work, ideally, it's not, like, you know, a fun situation, like, I've had situations like that where I've been, like, you know, clients just, like, like railing through me like in the middle of a session like on the phone and I'm like in a room full of other coworkers. I'm like I know this everybody can like overhear this session with this person just like screaming at me and I'm just like sitting there just like like dumbfounded and can't even like you know really feel like I'm supporting them and kind of freeze up or something and then like they hang up on me or whatever and then I'm just like oh man that sucks you know and then like having people around you being like tense about it and being like oh no like that sucks that they just had like a bad session like for me it's just best when people just leave it and I'll just like I would just like leave the room and just be like okay I need to kind of regroup I didn't really like it when people were like right on the spot like oh are you okay how are you feeling like it's like dude like leave me alone I'm not like trying to like talk to you right now <laughs> like you know I just got my my ass handed to me by this client and this like just overwhelmed with their own issues and they definitely take it out on us a lot of times too and you know just how they're reacting to us sometimes and then you know like yelling at us and just being like verbally abusive and stuff like a lot of us who have dealt with that kind of stuff you know it comes into the workplace and then you're just like uh I don't want to deal with clients that are emotionally abusive towards me or like feeling like I'm in a vulnerable position having to like come to my boss um or something like that like it's just not comfortable and so it can be hard to address burnout when it's like you have situations coming up where they're burning you out or where it's like stressful just to try to address the burnout because the people who need to help you address it you have to talk to them about it and kind of problem solve what your options look like if they're not as easy as mine are where I can just email my director and just be like dude I need some days off can I take these days off or like, we don't even have a direct process like that. We we basically put a request in the calendar. That request goes to the boss, and they just click approve, and then you get an email that they approved it. It's like, that's as easy as it gets. Like, we don't really um, have, like, a complex process about it. Um, unless we're not, like, at our computer, then we can, like, email, our e email the boss when we're off-site or, like, have their number and call them, and then, you know tell them that we need a day off or whatever and you know they pick up their phone and stuff and they get back to us right away and like so even if it's on a weekend a Sunday night a Monday night like you know, Friday night like whatever like they'll get it in the morning and they'll respond right away usually 
um so they're they're pretty like connected to us and as long as we're like available doing our jobs you know usually there's not pushback that I've seen um but another thing too when you're the last thing I guess I would say is like when you're burning out it's hard to like keep that responsibility at work and showing up on time and like you know meeting all the goals that you need for productivity like your focus might be off for me I get like foggy so it's like even though I know I slept and even though I'm like I drink a little bit of coffee in the morning even though I know I'm well fed I get a little foggy in my mind I'm like uh like I'm like not really as energetic as I would prefer to be right now um but it's okay it's okay um you know you can get through it and you know if you have to look for work you know sometimes you have to take those days off to like look for jobs um you know sometimes that's just how it happens if if no one's willing to work with you you still have to do what's best for yourself to be able to sustain your own self and family and pay your own bills and and not get into some kind of financial trouble you know from not being able to work enough and stuff uh, because you're burned out like you don't want it to become some kind of cycle where you can't really easily get you know get a get a leg up on it um but yeah sometimes for me the easiest way to approach something honestly which might sound weird is to look at it from a from a um from a physical point of view like if I have something emotional or like mental kind of going on I look at it from a physical point of view and I try to find like the closest physical situation that might seem similar to what I'm dealing with like you know I can only do so many chin-ups or some I can't even do chin-ups but for example I can only do so many chin-ups and I have to keep doing chin-ups and you know every time you know this person keeps you know the trainer keeps like making me do chin-ups and I literally can't do them and they're getting like upset with me like maybe that's like a situation that's almost like you have a lead a team lead that keeps like placing certain tasks on you that's like a task that maybe you're not too skilled at and you're just not able to develop you know the skills to really do it as easily as you see other people doing it you notice they keep making you do it and it's kind of like you know like maybe you have like a physical injury in your arm when you're trying to do pull-ups and you just can't get the pull-ups right because you already have that pre-existing injury you know like maybe you have something with yourself that you're not able to do certain tasks like like maybe it's not a task that you need to specifically do but they keep asking you to do it when there's other people who would be better for it and it's just like causing you so much stress like how would you address that situation with a trainer with your arm you know you would tell them right you would be like look I can only do this many you know um, physically, I'm just not capable of doing this, you know, I've had a history of, you know, I was able, maybe at this point, then I had a history of this other thing, like, you don't have to, like, unload on people about all kinds of stuff, but, like, um, that's kind of how I would approach something, it's, like, I find a situation where it's, like, okay, how would I talk to my trainer about this pre-existing issue that I already have, that I know that they know I have, but they're just kind of not really, like, maybe remembering, and then they're getting mad at me because I'm not doing it, when it's like they already know that when they hired me I wasn't going to be fully able to do this part of the job specifically you know um like maybe you're not good at math and then they have you doing this like math task and then they get mad that you're not doing the math accurately but you're like well I'm already really not good at math and like 
it's not really part of the job description, but there's a little part of the job that might involve some mathematics and then they make you do it, like something like that. Like, like, you know, how would you address it? You know, it's like sometimes it really helps to take take it to another scenario. Like for me, it take it helps to take it to like a physical performance scenario of like how would I address it at a gym or with a trainer or with you know, a running buddy or somebody spotting me or whatever, like different positions at work and different types of tasks at work can kind of be like equivalent to something you do athletically. And then I would kind of problem solve it that way and see if I can kind of like put the scenario, you know, into like the work setting again, and then just be like, okay, does that work? Would I be able to approach it kind of similarly to how I would approach this other similar kind of issue? And then, you know, kind of helps me kind of find methods of how to like deal with deal with stuff so I'm not like burning out and feeling like everything's just piling up to a point and I can't really like address it and then after a while I got really good at like just knowing how to address certain things um knowing the chain of command not being like too scared of like your bosses in certain situations and stuff and just trusting in in the team and the staff um and everybody being able to pull their weight but um I don't want to make these too long right now, but um, that's it for now. But hopefully this is helpful and thanks for listening.